Yo, Che, I love your costume, as in where is your costume, you fucking hater? Yeah. You atheist of Halloween? Um, no, I am. You nudist on strike? I'm actually uh, Jehovah's Witness. So you're just a hater? Just, you're just not just fun at all? Just a straight up You just like to hater. suck the joy out of things that people find joy in i sometimes i pull off halloween sometimes i do but i'm always mm -hmm. i just wait too long to do anything i think my i did yeah. a pablo escobar one year so that mm -hmm. took like no work i just had to like part my hair and and have a mustache and also mm -hmm. it's nice when you have an excuse to get a mustache because i think every guy wants to have a mustache a bit but you mm -hmm. just, it's such a decision. I've heard that. I've seen it in real life. It's such a decision. Yeah. Like you, when, if dudes you like shave, like if I was to shave my full face, if I was to do that, I would leave the mustache for a minute and think about it. And then I would do the mustache like, is the guy's bangs. It is, dude. It totally it is. is yeah. Guys, bro. yes, guys growing a mustache is the same Yo, as girls getting bangs. That's you just nailed it. You nailed mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming up with all these great guy girl divisions. Uh we got Roman Empire for guys talking about ex best friend for girls, and honestly, that shit checks out because I am a basic fucking bitch. Yeah. Uh the beginning of, I'm writing this this book right now where one of my opening sentences, at least in the beginning, is you don't get to a few million followers online by being special. You get there by being relatable. Yeah. As in just like everybody just else. Just like everybody. As in you're saying something that so many people are thinking, which just shows how not special you are. Oh, I know what you could be. I know what you could be because you're already it and it is scaring people. Emotionally unavailable. That is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. I do wear mm -hmm. that uh, outfit well. And I let people mm -hmm. know beforehand, and I have all oh, the yeah, warning no, no. You're, signs. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're communicative. Oh, yeah, you're communicative. Dude, so, that's, so that's great. People just but, like um, to get stuck in the trap. What are you going to do, though? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? Just sometimes yeah, they're going to get stuck. Sometimes you're not, and that's just what happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it really sucks, and you write two songs about it on your new album coming up, which I'll talk about at the end of the Halloween episode. Wait, when's, no, uh, when's but, this album coming? The people need to know. I don't... Uh, the thing is... I don't know yet, because I keep thinking that the songs are going to be done earlier than they are. And so now I'm just, uh, hopefully, hopefully mid-November. That's pretty soon. That's pretty fucking soon for your album to come out. Do you have an, uh, do you have a name for your album? Yeah, it's Popular Punctuation. Popular Punctuation. Okay, sick. Because it's a pop punk album, right? Yeah, but it's like nerdy. <laughs> And me, because it's not proper pop punk. It's just my weird nerdy version, which is popular punk. Yeah, no, uh, I wouldn't say that you're punk rock. No, you're not very like fuck the establishment. Fucking, mm -mm. I couldn't see you like living in a house with like sixteen other people wearing ripped jeans and being like, "Yo, fuck this," and like smoking weed and like stealing copper wire out of walls. That's like no, what no, I no. I don't know what the names of things are. I just know sounds that sound like music and words that are possibly associated with those sounds. Again, even though I'm writing a book, I have not read one since I was in high school. And, yep, that's the end of that story. I'm just illiterate. I just can't read. Are you going to do a Halloween party this year? Are you planning? Yeah, uh, there's a... I'm not hosting one, but I'm attending a lot of them. I have a bunch of friends who are doing random Halloween parties and shit. So, uh, yeah, I'm not an amazing planner slash host of events given how terrible I am at logistics mm -hmm. and how much untreated ADHD I have. So I'm more of a, I'm more of a follower in that sense. Well, you don't want to throw a party. 
Throwing a party's ass, dude. You want to mm-hmm. go to a party. Go to a party. Yeah, thank God Stanzi is throwing it. So Stanzi Potenza, <sighs> one of our previous go. guests. There you go. Yeah, so uh, I remember during her episode, we had just come from her Barbie party, mm-hmm. which she threw, and then she's doing a Halloween thing. And I don't know, there's a bunch of weird Halloween parties, and I'm going to go dress like this. I'm so glad you asked. Let me get into what this yeah. costume is. Thank <laughs> you so much for your interest. Thank you for asking. I was just, I, That's you know, like, you were asking so much that I just didn't even have time to interject and talk yeah, about it. Yeah, when a girl gets a haircut, like your if a girlfriend gets a haircut, you don't bring it up. And she's like, get super pissed about it. And then it has to be like, I got my haircut. And you're like, oh, sick, looks great. And you didn't notice at all. Like that's... And the double trick is when a girl wants you to notice that she, I mean, I'm against this, but the girl that she lost weight. Yeah. And then you kind of, you're in a bad situation no matter what. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. 100%. Fill us in on your costume that I was talking so much about. Mm-hmm, that you were talking so much about. I'm glad we're, you know, we're we're done talking about it so that I can talk about yeah. it. So thank you so much to our podcast producers for sending me this in time. Last week, I'm just going to call you out on this because I can. Last week, Che did not reply to the podcast group message about what costumes we should coordinate as for the Halloween episode. I pitched you some great shit. I was like, look. Look, Che, look, this is what we could be together, okay? This is what we could be. Uh, but then I realized, you know, that, pro- that kind of pitch probably only worked once on you two years ago when roping you into this podcast, because now you're like, holy shit, this is what it's like to be trapped with her. Uh, and, but, 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 but I was like, hey, we could be Sailor Moon in Tuxedo Mask. That's a guy, because right now, so this isn't a Sailor Moon outfit. It is a Sailor Scout outfit. This is Sailor Mars. Uh, more because it just kind of matched more with my aesthetic because the Sailor Moon one's more blue, but okay, hold on. I'm gonna stand up really quick, then I'll explain the hat. Um, and then hopefully I can like, ow, fucking shit. Okay, anyway. Yeah, clumsiest Sailor Scout ever. But yeah, this is the outfit. And uh, yeah, so typical Sailor Scout outfit. I'm probably gonna make it more slutty or whatever. Yeah, but typical, typical shit. I'm probably gonna, I don't know, cut some shit here. Just, um, it's way more conservative than I'm used to. I mean, obviously it's a, it's a kid show. Uh, <laughs> or I mean, it is a kid show until a certain point. I mean, it depends on who you ask. It depends on who you ask. Okay, cool. Let me let me just get back in frame before I keep running my fucking mouth uh, about uh, about this not being a kid show. No, I swear it's not. But uh, so I was like, yeah, my artist name is Sailor Mel. I'm doing the whole Sailor Moon thing. Uh, Sailor Mel is all my usernames. It's based on this costume. I got the Sailor Mel crystal, which is a totem from the show. Okay, I'm gonna stop trying to adjust this. So this is supposed to go here. Uh, but it keeps dropping and going here, and I'm just gonna. It's like tucking your shirt in when it comes out, you know. Yeah, I feel like and that's like, every yeah, costume. Every costume has yeah, a thing. You're constantly just adjusting. That is it. like yeah. annoying, and you can't fix it, and you're just like, ugh, the entire time. Yep. Yeah, when there's a specific outfit for something, but uh, this was exactly what I expected from a rush-ordered shipment from Amazon from China, probably. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's awesome. It serves the purpose, and I will make it sluttier because that's what I do with everything. And then the other thing is, oh, my God. So this thing up top is the head mm-hmm. from Chainsaw Man. As It's one version of the head. So Chainsaw Man is my favorite anime slash manga. And favorite in ever? The cart- it's only one season. One of- hmm? It's only one season. Oh, I read it. The oh, whole thing. okay. You read the whole thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I also read some of his other shit. And um, yeah, I think 
I think Chainsaw Man is like my limit to how. I didn't think I had a limit for how dark I could handle certain stories, but you know, his other one. He goes pretty. I mean, the guy who made Chainsaw Man is clearly insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll get to him in a second, but but okay. So this head, this is the baby chainsaw one. So this is the the typical one is like it's closed and it's metal, and the chainsaw goes out a ton. And I asked our podcast producer Lily, thank you, Lily, to get me a chainsaw head, and she made the very smart decision of getting the plush one instead because. In actually looking at the long metal long one, I was like, wait, because it completely covers your face. Like the and real there's only one these two get. eye holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just no space to look out or breathe through or probably also listen through. I was just like, yeah, it would be one of those things that's cool for two seconds. And then I'm just holding it and, and like feeling resentful of my own decision. So thank God <laughs> Lily made the smart decision of getting the plush one. But yeah, but this is the baby chainsaw head for when Denji, the chainsaw man has just fought a lot and he still needs to recover so when he regenerates he's he this is his like baby yeah when he's gotta eat blood he's gotta do demon stuff or even just go out of demon mode and he's got like what when he's kind of stuck between there he's got yeah Yeah, little little baby chainsaw coming out of his head and then yeah, yeah, that is is the little uh, what's it called? So this is what's supposed to what yeah this is what's inside of him. So yeah. technically, it's not accurate to have this, but I have it. So I just thought that I would have it. But yeah, this is the I like how you're like this different. actually isn't canon. This is this two yeah. combination for me to exist well, and him to exist at the same time. It's not canon. No, no, no. Neither is the it's Sailor not. Moon crossover. But you're rocking it. We're not we're not worried yeah. about canon here on the pod. We're making our own. Um, this is fanfic. This is. They, we got our own non-canon storylines that are being bred and birthed. I think some anime fans would disagree, but <laughs> I'm too scared to argue with either of them. So, or uh, but I'm yeah, I'm I'm afraid of them, so I'm just gonna change change the subject. But check, but this is the thing that should be like, you know what I mean? This thing gets stuck in his chest. Okay, cool. So I'm Sailor Chainsaw. I guess I'm Sailor, like pre cum Chainsaw, because the the final chainsaw is the nut. Yeah, you and got your. Anyway, you're like maybe staged. Like if you were a Digimon, you would be like mid-stage Digimon or Pokemon, like the mid-evolution level. Like yeah. you're a Charmeleon. You're not Charizard. You're not Charmander. Stage two Cancer, not three or exactly. four. Exactly, stage two Cancer yeah. is where we're rocking mm-hmm. right now. Um, which is great. That's a great stage to be. That's an exciting stage as a Pokemon trainer or Digimon master. I think they're called. Uh yeah. So this is great. And I like how we're extending the references all within the realm of anime. Yeah, I was just like, I was, I was just like Digimon, Pokemon. Okay, cool. Yeah. I see it. We're at Dragon Ball Z. Did you know that Pokemon's the highest grossing uh, anime of all time? It's made more money that than I th- than any than any other anime. I do remember hearing that somewhere, and you just reminded me of it, and that makes sense logically, given just how much of a business they've built off it. Like, all the Pokemon games and all, just, all that There's just stuff. so much fucking Pokemon Dude, maybe shit. that's and what I I'll also, go out as. I'll go out as a Pokemon trainer, and I'll just carry, like, yeah. some fucking rocks in my pocket and just whip them at people. That's going to be... Yeah. My, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah I'm, a, yeah, I'm a Pokemon trainer, and my costume is these rocks in my pocket that I'm going to throw at you, which are not them. in the show. Dude, whip rocks at people. I think in some of the games, you can whip rocks at Pokemon to, like, engage with them. Oh yes, you can. Yeah. I'm just gonna make so, this Michael. I just got a no, 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 no. Yes, you can. Rocks, <laughs> dude, that's dude. only in the. Fuck, dude. Okay, so the... sorry. The only context in which you can do that is actually when you're in the Pokemon catching zoo. Uh, I just realized. 
how much I still remember about Pokemon, having not played it in so long. Yeah. But it's a... Yeah, but did you have any of the games growing uh, up? Oh, yeah. I never had a Game Boy when I was a kid, so I played... I remember renting Pokemon Stadium, and my buddy had, like, Pokemon Red or Blue, and I played that with him a bunch. And then mm. I recently Wait, Stadium, got, is that a video game on the computer, like on PlayStation no, or something? No, it was on console. It was, like, it wasn't a handheld one. It was a console one. And it, like... Um, it was, like, just straight-up battles, and I, there wasn't any like the catching aspect of it um oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was just the fighting it wasn't the journey yeah and i can't remember what else made it different and there's like pokemon snap and stuff too i fucked around with that uh like the pokemon snap you don't know you mean oh pokemon snap was one where it was like it was a nintendo 64 game where it was kind Mm. of on rails like your character just automatically moves and you would have to take pictures of pokemon as they pop out and try to get the highest score and catch pokemon at the perfect moments um oh so kind of like a really old precursor to pokemon go kind of like yeah not really yeah, not, not really like pokemon go is kind of like out in the world thing pokemon go is mm. still very popular actually still very popular. oh my god yeah did you get into that oh bro was i into pokemon go dude i was in po- like mm-hmm. that 2016 moment i was actually trying to write oh a god, joke yeah. about how i think pokemon go was the opposite of COVID. It's like yes, co- it was. That was the last time society came together in a unified way. And we were allowed. You know, we were allowed think- to come together. We were like all like hanging out, dude. Poke- Pokemon Go brought it. Did it brought the people together big time, big time? No, it really did. Um, because typically, it's like a really common. I don't know, something like Squid Games or Game of Thrones will bring everyone together. It's like we can solve our differences. Mm-hmm. We're all a fan of this thing. But I felt like Pokemon Go is much more accessible. Yeah. Than that, because I still feel like even though given how even though those shows are so popular, I think more people want to catch Pokemon. I don't know. Yeah, I could be wrong. I think I think more people want to catch Pokemon. I think more people were doing it. And it was a thing where like people who like anyone who was playing it, like everyone I knew was playing it first off. Like so it was like all you could you could just like run to random people in the street. But it would be like, oh, yeah, my friend's aunt caught like a Gyarados at this place and you'd be like what Mm -hmm. like yo can I talk to her I need that info real quick like it was bringing people together over this common thing of that we all want that we want to catch them all it was great and it was cool because it tracked your speed so that you couldn't you could only do it while you were walking or something you couldn't do it while driving and I just remember it being fun that was when I was living in San Francisco and still I think working at Yahoo or Fantasy Sports or something and just all of the I was just on the hub of people who were doing that shit. Yeah. Or I don't know, I guess everyone was doing it, but people were of course, you know, in the Bay Area tech world getting really nerdy and exact and like maximizing Yeah, they're min maxing how much Pokemon fucking shit they can get. And I, I think California was a big hotspot for it too, because it's so nice out all the time. So people were really mm-hmm. fucking killing it in California. I remember mm-hmm. there was a there's a I was in Toronto when this was all happening. And there was a there's like a ferry, Toronto ferry that goes to Toronto Island. And that uh, that ferry area had several polka stops. It was a hot spot. I think people were wow. catching like fucking what are the, those fucking ones called? The uh, the the a uh, dragonite? Is it yeah, dragonite? Mm. People catching dragonite down there, and people dude, were, that's a that's a hard one. To dude, get. people were losing it. Then the mayor of Toronto had to contact Niantic, the the company that makes the game, and ask them to move the polka stops because so many dude, people were is- there, people couldn't get on the ferries. Yeah. 
there are, there's more than one story about that. That has happened more than once where somebody outside of the people playing the game had to complain that they were ruining some establishment yeah. or some situation. Because it's funny to me. So I feel like it, that's a very that's a that's such a power move and I just remember I grew up with kind of the opposite experience just all the Game Boy games. So I think my first one was Pokemon Yellow Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. and then the next step was I th- was Pokemon Crystal also Game Boy Advance, but I think it worked on SP and then it was Game Boy SP and I think that's when the Ruby Sapphire one was the cool one and then there was a remake of the original like fire red leaf green whatever don't care about that one still bought it though as in i still made my parents buy it for me as in i asked my best friend's parents to ask my parents to get it for me because they'd gotten it for my best anyway the cycle of fear continues and this episode is about fear because it's halloween but then i got the game boy ds and that's when cooler stuff was able to happen because i had a ds but stopped at the 3ds because i think i was uh just truly an adult by then dude the fact that you were hooked on for that long is pretty good pretty good i'm still gaming all the time i got a nintendo switch in my backpack right now we're still i'm gaming on the road constantly constantly a lot of flights actually got a brutal flight day tomorrow i gotta fly to dallas and then fly to columbia missouri right after so it's like dude if you weren't doing this podcast with me i would be like yo i have a great podcast you can listen to yeah (laughs) you're like yo this will eat up a bunch of time can you hear that can you hear that street cleaner he's taking his sweet ass time over there sorry to the Mm. listeners at home that this street cleaner is moving so goddamn slow Hey, it's on brand, though, because we did have a visual technical issue earlier that we ended up not recording or maybe recording where just my screen was flashing. When we originally tried to record this episode, there was just some mysterious flash. And I saw it, but in my mind, I was just like, yeah, that's a me problem. It's, a, it's, either, it's either my computer or it's my fault for some reason. <laughs> I thought the flash was maybe this tiara reflecting anyway but i'm glad to know it's not my fault it's always really good to know when something's not your fault when you think it is and our producers in the chat are saying we're cursed but that's okay because uh that's fine i'm cool with a curse you know you got to get cursed sometimes it's just like it's just an extra hurdle that you have to get through and to get further i'm trying to remember uh, is that the because all i read these days and is manga slash webtoon slash hentai in the realm of that kind of thing where it's okay it's humans versus curses for humans versus demons humans versus devils and then you know or reincarnating zombies and, and kingdom stuff and so in my mind i was like wait i'm reading at least a few hentai right now that involve demonic curses yeah are they banging the curses sometimes right some of the curses are banging some of the people are banging the curses. Some of the curses. Some of the people are banging people, being watched by curses, and then turning into curses. That's got to be like yeah. in the storyline. I, if I remember correctly, I think because I haven't watched Jujutsu Kaisen in so long, but if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that they were curse fighters or curse defeaters, yeah. and curses correlate to different types of human suffering, which I thought was really interesting. They were like, oh, curses accumulate more in hospitals and schools because that's where a lot of bad and negative, negative energy is. Yeah, yeah. And 
That's so true. I just like what I like about that kind of anime in particular that refers to also a real life thing. So Chainsaw Man also does a similar thing where they have devils, but the devils are based on like there's the gun devil, there's the chainsaw devil. Obviously, this is the chainsaw devil. Mm-hmm. There's the infinity devil. There's the car devil. And so devils refer to something that humanity is afraid or not afraid of and their power is proportional to just how afraid people are of that oh i didn't realize that that was the connection that's why the gun devil is so powerful correct correct because that's Uh, the most feared thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay I think Makima says that to Denji in the beginning of this second episode. I've watched this so many times. Oh, wait, didn't I? Did I made you watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're the one who introduced it to me. And I ended up watching the whole season. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm glad I could. Rec- I, I'm glad I recommended you something that you actually liked and consumed. Wait, I'm so glad you watched it. I had no idea. That's because, uh, well, yeah, I think when I showed it to you, I was going through that whole thing, which I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about yet. But uh, anyway, but that shit was for sure. I went through a scary thing and Che was there as a friend. Yay. And also speaking of our friendship, it is so scary how much it's developed. No, but I remember this background very fondly because I'm pretty sure this is the background that I met you in. This background? What, that I'm currently Uh, in? Yeah, didn't we start FaceTiming while you were at home in Canada? No, yeah, but not here. It was when I was in Toronto. Every house in Canada is the same, though. That's the thing. Every house is is a cookie cutter, the last house across the whole country. It's pretty weird. Mm -hmm. Because I still have a video of you with a similar background that's Mm. 35 minutes long, and and it was recorded on accident. We were FaceTiming, and I was trying to show you something, and I accidentally pressed the screen record button, and you were... And you were just uh, doing your workout. And so I just, and it's really funny. I just, so it's this 35 minute weird footage with no audio because you can't record audio on FaceTime of you just doing this, this workout. And I think I sent it to you because I was like, there's no way that I can just have this on my phone without it, without telling him. Existing. Because I would just feel weird about that. Yeah. No, no, no. I do remember that was when it was still COVID times. That's when we were all still yeah, locked yeah, down, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's when I first pitched you to podcast. I was like, yo, I see you're popping right now and I'm going to capture you like a Pokemon except for business. <laughs> but yeah, the okay, I've I got Crunchyroll. I'm trying to get deeper into oh, the yeah, anime yeah. sphere. Uh, I think I want to watch Berserk. Have you watched Berserk? No, but you should watch Berserk as in it's it's notorious for being amazing and i just know i know like what it's about and what kind of experience or not necessarily but i know the type of experience that i'm gonna have i just need to be in a very specific place to watch it Mm -hmm. mentally because i know that it's really long and intense and heavy and also the only people who have recommended to me are men uh i mean it is very much a uh, i think it's dude focus yeah it's a dude with a big sword and he's cutting people Mm -hmm. up and he's going to war it's dude stuff yeah very big dude stuff. yeah 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 but i think a lot of um shonen stuff like that as in a lot of the anime that i typically like to watch where it's superhero type things or supernatural abilities and people are fighting and it's fantasy typically the good ones or at least the ones i know about or the ones that become popularized are have a male protagonist and very it's been hard for me to find similar stuff to the fighting fantasy shonen i like where the female protagonist well when well well if there is a female protagonist to begin with and if that female protagonist 
is cool and not just a man inside of a woman. Yeah. Like, she's still a woman. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shonen in general is just, like, a very male focus. It's like, we're fighting. We're blowing shit up. We're guns blasting, energy blasts, laser eyes, all that kind of stuff. Do you remember remember one where it was a girl and she was, like, had to collect these cards and the cards all had different... Sakura. Sakura the card captor. Was that it? Right. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you're talking about from two decades ago, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Old. It was from a long time yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, no, so that it's was Cardcaptor Sakura. That was a mm-hmm. that was a shonen that was a, a a lady. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Um, and she could like and- after she the cards would like physically embody something, and she mm-hmm. would have to fight them, and she could use the cards she had already captured as powers. Like, um, mm-hmm. I, I and Makima Chainsaw Man. I mean, she's. An insanely powerful fighter person. I'm not trying to give too much away, but did you feel that way about Makima and Chainsaw Man? Yeah, yeah. She's like the main chick, right? Like the Correct. boss. Yeah, she's yeah, like she's the, the boss. Dom she's the main mommy, antagonist. Like vibes. Yeah, about Dom her. Mommy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Lots of that vibe in that show. Lots of very much like a whole like yeah. uh Dom Mommy thing going on. Very sexual mm-hmm. show. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of kissing, a lot so of fucking is- not the card one, not the card captures we're talking about. Uh, yeah, no, that's a kid's show. Yeah, the card <laughs> just captures like, kid's yeah. show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just, just like Sailor Moon. But I just really like Makima's character. I mean, she's still the villain as opposed to, you know, the main protagonist. And it's more of a different show anyway than the typical, you know, Dragon Ball Z. But I think on an earlier episode, we talked about how cool Android 18 was in Dragon Ball Z because she was literally the only woman fighter yeah she's the only chick yeah i didn't even realize that until you brought that up she is the only chick in that show uh well not only chick because there's two other women but they uh, sorry, three yeah uh so there's bulma and chi chi i believe yeah Yeah, bulma is vegeta's wife chi chi is goku's wife and they don't fight and then there's Videl, who is Hercule's daughter, but she's not as cool as Android 18 in my opinion. No. The, and I always, I never liked Chi-Chi. I never liked Chi-Chi. I always hated Chi-Chi because Goku's, like, saving the world and, like, fighting mm-hmm. off, like, inter, na, intergalactic plagues. Like, mm-hmm. and she's always like, you, what are you doing? I need you to g- go farm. And he's like, dude, like, can you give this guy a little bit of credit of like the amount of work mm-hmm. he's putting in to saving mm-hmm. the universe again and again? Like, mm-hmm. bro, chill out, Chi Chi. Like, really calm mm-hmm. down. She's like, Gohan needs to study. It's like, Gohan can kill a planet with his mind. How about we? Go- and he can't study if he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's even, I can't remember when it was. I think it's the beginning of. Dragon Ball Super, Gohan has only been going to school and he's like weak. He's like, they made him like weak and nerdy. And he's like, and he gets mm-hmm. beat up. There's a shonen ish, or it's more of a, it's called Fairy Tale. It's very generic. A lot of anime people will know what it is. Do you know what it is? Nope. It's a typical, there's a ton of characters and all of them are wizards and they all fight. And it's sick. Still overall wholesome. Mm-hmm. Like Chainsaw Man is very. This is dark and real. Very and gruesome. It's kind of like yeah, it's Meat very dark Canyon and real. Almost like I think I've told you that before. Meat Canyon's like a oh YouTube yeah, no no no, I, yeah. I know Meat Canyon. That's the vibe but, I get from uh, Chainsaw Man. But sorry, yes, continue. Oh no no, I, I was just saying, fairy tale. There are all these female, really strong female characters, which it's really cool. I felt like I feel like in fairy tale, there's an equal mix of really powerful. It's just very well balanced. It's like look, there are all of these wizard people and they're all kind of the the typical characters that are in something like that but 
there's a bunch of cool fighter women and the ratio is pretty balanced. But it is still one of those where the two main guys, at least the first few who you get introduced to, is the typical fire ice duo. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's the main guy, you know, it's the main guy, like Naruto, Natsu, where he's like, yeah, like I'm super extroverted and my power is fire. Yeah. And then he has his cold best friend or rival. It's this, it's usually a cold best friend slash rival where he's like, I'm the cool one. Like my power is water and ice, and I'm not. Uh, yeah, you have the same thing in you know? uh, what's it called, My Hero Academia, where they ha- you have yep. the rival and it's like the explosive, like bratty, angry mm-hmm. kid, and then the main hero kid is like well, obviously a mimic of the biggest hero ever. Um, and the two of mm-hmm. them just having their rivalry constantly. Um, yeah, no, that's... the rivalry between the hot and cold character will never go away. And I'm like, come on, where's what about between the the lukewarm and the spoiled character. And you kind of have that in Dragon Ball Z as well. You got Vegeta and you got uh, Goku. Vegeta's all nice yeah, and Goku's bubbly. Yeah, Goku's like the, I'm an extrovert. Like, a go- no, Goku is the one who talks about his Myers-Briggs. You know, Goku's like, oh, are you an ES- Are you an ENFP? Because I'm an ENFP or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like one of those. And Vegeta's like brooding and angry, like Batman-y kind of character. No, he's always like, Kakarot! Yeah. Kakarot. Just pissed off. I do like, man, are you up to date on Dragon Ball? No, I think for all of the really, 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 really long shonens, yeah. I the I, I followed them from my childhood up until I think I went to college and then dropped off after that because, I don't know, I went to one of those colleges where you couldn't have fun, really, because you're just working all the time. But I followed the main ones like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Shaman King, I think Sandlin. I don't know, One Piece, like all of them up until high school. Why Damn, do you ask? What's that's going on in Dragon Ball Z now? Well, just the, there's an. I wasn't cool like you, okay? Like I stayed, a, I, I was alone a lot, online a lot. That's it, okay? I was I wasn't cool like you. Just, I had time. I wasn't to do I wasn't trying to, to to make a comment about how cool you are, but I was just being like that is a that's a job in itself to keep up mm-hmm. with all those animes. Yeah, I was just projecting my insecurities on you as I've been doing this entire friendship, this entire podcast as I do to everybody else in my life. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um but yeah, Dragon Ball Z like the arc between Goku and Vegeta has been probably the best part of the entire series of them eventually mm-hmm. becoming like not pals, but they like work together and train together. Mm-hmm. And then I think, and they fuse. They, oh, they fuse. Yeah, they fuse. Yeah, they oh, fuse. Those they boys fuse into Gogeta. Yeah, and then. Oh, I know. They're literally all fusing. I forgot if they can do a three-person fuse. I don't think it? so. They have they have like the fusion dance, and then they have the, right. the earring fuse, and the mm. earring is a more powerful fuse than the dance. And I think <laughs> the the dance. Oh my god! Yeah, no, of course, no, because because of course. Sorry, what I love about Dragon Ball Z is they just. I feel like they're one. They're one of those shows that while it was being written, they would only write with the next episode in mind yeah, there's sometimes and, 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 and then when it came to a few episodes later they'd be like oh shit we have this crazy plot hole um what's a different level super saiyan yeah that they we gotta get do? stronger somehow somehow they yeah, all need to get stronger and yeah. there's always some way to bring them back through, with the dragon balls Everyone, it's never the last death people are it's dying always, people are coming yeah. back i think in the i i because i i don't read the manga but i do get updates through tiktok i know there's mm. like 
Goku and Vegeta have both hit like a new level, but there's a guy who can kind of beat the shit out of them. Yeah, of course, uh, of course. Of course. Uh, and there's... What's this new level called? Okay, what is this new season of Dragon Ball Z called? What is this new level? Do you even know? So there's Ultra Instincts, Ultra Instincts, but then I think there's something... What, like empathy? Uh, what? What do you mean? Like... like... Uh, wait, what do you mean there's ultra instincts Ult- as a power? As in, ultra like, instincts? what, picking up on social cues? Is that's a superpower for men? <laughs> no. Like, what do you mean? It's like it's like the flow state, but you're going super saiyan. So, you know, when, like, you're in the flow state, you don't think. You just, like, do, and your body just reacts. Yes, uh, I do do Adderall when I need to work, yes. So, that is, so, it's, like, gets you into the flow state. So, it's, like, flow state, super saiyan, so you're, like, unbelievably powerful and reactive. Uh, and then Vegeta has his own version, which is ultra ego, which I think is literally he's just so that is so man so man oh dude that is so man dude, uh dragon ball z is one of the most like just testosterone man, man it's like but i love i love it so much because it was one of the first shows i saw that accurately captured the intensity of my rage and violence that was in my mind as a child because i i was just one of those very intensely angry dark suppressed children which and it just got worse because i was never able to express myself so it just you know built over time Mm -hmm. and as a child i was like fuck i'm not allowed to express myself or any of this crazy anger but also you know this shit is not on disney channel or at least they're not they're not doing this shit on spongebob okay like i need to see yeah and also the fact that when they turn super saiyan they become white like what (laughs) did you hear that thing about um how the like because everyone is like are anime characters are they asian are they white like what are they mm-hmm. and it's like they're none that it's yeah the, they're just fictional well but that they're cats have you seen the cat thing the cat theory all their faces look like cats here i'll see if i can oh yeah they're if you look at the position of the eyes and the nose and the cheeks and the mouth and everything everyone's like oh what's the facial structure it's like it's not any type of race it's all cats they're all just cats okay okay i mean yeah that's fine that's a good you know here, I'm going to find this right now, and I'm going to send Diplomatic answer. Or actually, producers, can you dig answer. that up and see if you can find this cat thing and send it over in chat so we can yes, have a please. peek at the cat the cat theory of anime faces? Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what is a scary anime? It is Halloween. It so is Halloween. Is there any... Spooky. I guess it doesn't have to be anime, but is there any scary content that you've seen lately, or has anything scared you lately, or what do you think is scary right now? Ooh, okay, I haven't seen this yet, but I really got to see that movie talk to me. Have you seen the trailers and everything for this? Everyone says it's so good. It's actually kind of over the hill now. Like I feel like it's it came and went, and everyone already watched it. It came out a little oh, while I ago. Is it a horror movie? Yeah, it's a horror movie. It's um, then I haven't seen it. I don't. I can't do anything scary. Oh, you can't do I spooky stuff. No, 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 no. I can't watch scary movies or do haunted houses like i will for sure go to halloween parties but i got i'm scared enough yeah okay like i'm already scared enough i've already experienced blood curdling fear 24 7 my entire life and i don't need like yeah i'm i'm already scared enough and i don't need to feel more scared ever especially not leisurely i think uh i don't know like a, a haunted house Great. Haunted House is so good because Haunted House is like you get frightened and then you're immediately mm-hmm. you understand that you're fine. Like you scream and you're like, Wah! and then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. and then you're almost like laughing after because you can't believe you got scared that good. Um, yeah, I get that from escaping a dude chasing me down the street in the middle of the night. Is that like, happening I'm a lot? 
But see, the difference um, between that is like that's real fear, and then afterwards you still feel afraid. So that's not fun. At mm-hmm. uh, the haunted house, it's like a clown jumps on you, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, I, I know you can't legally touch me right now." So that's like you got. No, no, me. no. That moment will imprint. I'm so. That moment will imprint in my memory, and I'll have nightmares about it because, mm. I, and I just know this because. When I was little, I wouldn't have to see a movie for it to haunt me later. I would just see a trailer or a poster. And uh, you know me. I feel like I have a pretty big imagination sometimes, always. And yeah, I, I feel like just all my experiences where I, when I even catch a glimpse of a preview of a semblance of a whiff of a horror thing, it just, uh, yeah, haunts me forever. I can't stop thinking about it. it. Just It just lives in my brain. I can't do it. But I can sometimes read really scary anime. So, or read really scary manga. So, I think that's if there's any horror I consume, it's in that. So, you, are you cooking on a spooky manga right now? You got one to recommend or anime? Actually, yes, I have two. So, hey, on nice. Webtoon, if if you get the Webtoon app, uh, Webtoon is more manhwa, so it's uh, it's manga but Korean. It's the same oh, okay, shit. Okay. It's optimized for mobile. It's optimized for mobile. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, no, it actually like is. It. It's optimized for mobile. It's just fucking that, which is like yeah, no, it's a great it feature. It is a great feature. Yeah, no, because you read the comics are written for you to read them on your phone as opposed to manga where you're like trying to find an app that doesn't have it or you're opening up mobile web yeah. and it, you're it's too. Yeah, it sucks. So there's this one on Webtoon called Everything is Fine mm-hmm. and it's really good. It's a horror. And a lot of it is suspense, world building, horror, but it's real. I'll tell the premise. I, I really love it. And it's what I think it's trending right now. I think it's very popular amongst a bunch of people, but it's called Everything is Fine. And all of the characters are human, but have a giant, they have a giant cat head that is somehow attached to their body and it's way bigger than their body. And it's a, it's a slow reveal as to why they live in this weird dystopia. It's one of those weird dystopia and why does everybody have this crazy cat head mm-hmm. on? And I just think that the the way that it's told and the slow release of all of the different parts and the suspense in the characters and world building, it's all just it's all just really good. It's a great story. And it's so great that even I'm reading it, even though I hate horror. Really? All right. Well, mm-hmm. then that means it's worth checking out. And then if you just want to be horrified, which is different, if you just want to be horrified, then I recommend uh, the guy who made Chainsaw Man. I recommend... <laughs> oh, I mean, to be honest, I don't recommend it to anyone who's weak of heart. Yeah, you're, you said I, everything he does is quite disturbing. He's done four things, actually. And, like, so Chainsaw Man, you know, we, we talked about that already. And then he has three other works. He has two, two of them are these short things that I don't really remember because I was so taken aback by his second and only longer work, which is called Fire Punch. Mm-hmm. And I'll just give the premise of it, but it definitely, I was like, oh yeah, I can totally read this. Chainsaw Man was great. Like I read that whole thing and like, yeah, I pushed my limits a little bit, but it wasn't too dark for me in the end. Like I can totally read Fire. It'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, and I was just not ready for how much more intense and dark it was than Chainsaw Man. So it starts off where it's this, again dystopian shit and everybody's in poverty it's like post-war post-apocalyptic for some reason and then the main guy he has this power this special power of regeneration however he's not able to use that power for anything cool or good so in the beginning it shows that there's only one way that he's been using it and it's 
cutting off his limbs and feeding the village through cannibalism. Jesus. Because he's the, yeah, because they don't have any food. So it literally starts off and it's his, I don't know, sister and mom or two of his relatives being like, hey, like, you know, can you can you chop off your arm again today so we have some food? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. And it, and it kind of shows this whole thing about just this history of him chopping limb chopping off his limbs in order to and then them regrowing so that he can feed his village in this gross or in this fucked up cannibalism way so and then he becomes fire punch because i guess that guy he really likes chainsaw man fire punch he likes very little so yeah so so and i'm not giving anything away this is in the very beginning so yeah he has this re- regeneration ability and it's already a dire situation and then this other guy who has this endless fire power or something that's his that's his power. He uses that. Oh, it's called eternal fire or eternal flame or something. And then he uses that power to wipe out this dude's village and just kill everyone in it. And he tries to kill him. So he does the fire thing on him and then leaves. And so what's left is the entire village or whatever on fire. Everybody dead except for the guy who can regenerate. And I think it's for a couple years he's trapped in this vicious cycle of getting burned while regenerating getting burned while regenerating getting burned while regenerating so he's literally being tortured in this like fire regeneration thing and he's burning alive and regenerate and it's obviously really shitty for him but i think after three years or something he finally reaches the equilibrium to where he's not on fire anymore and is just fully regenerated and then he becomes fire punch this eternal fire regenerator thing and then the story unfolds from there but it's uh, it's very set in terms of this is going to be a horrifying tragedy and it's going to go there All the way and it through. went there All yeah it, yeah, the way yeah it it went there I, I i think i discovered my own limits with bestiality <laughs> and i was like wow i didn't even anyway but so you got bestiality so yeah. in it too you got the torture death genocide bestiality we're cooking we're cooking yeah they're all great yeah, yeah, halloween themes all spooky everything we're talking about here is spooky mm-hmm. and our producer chimed in with the cat thing you were talking about yes okay according to tiktok and reddit the theory on if you pursue cute it resembles a kitten is influential no matter how you look at the profile of nose it's not human japanese anime characters are cats not westerners yeah that's so true about the nose cats they're all cats dude Mm, that is mm -hmm. wild and i Mm -hmm. like there's rarely what like i always just assume everyone's japanese in the show because they're normally japanese and if they Mm -hmm. are westerners they usually have something that makes them stick out like, yeah, like an English name. They'll have an English name or they'll talk in a weird way or they'll say like All Might, All Might in uh, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Like he's from America and he has like his finishing moves are like United States of Smash and stuff like that. <laughs> like that's like, I'm like, okay, United yeah. United yeah. States of Smash. I think that's his like when he fights the main villain in like their final showdown. Have you seen My Hero Academia? Not enough of it. It's a good showdown. I really like it. I'm pretty hooked on that one. Oh um, no, I I know. I'm aware. Yeah, it's it's I know it's awesome. It's sick. And like for without spoiling anything for uh anyone who hasn't seen it cuz I really think you should go watch it. He has like different punch like different moves he'll use which are all just basically punches and kicks and stuff like that he's all just like a very 
uh, uh, I don't know. That's that's what he's got. He he's like so powerful in just his like a body that he can like fly mm-hmm. and jump and basically like punch and destroy an entire city if he wanted to, but has to be able to like uh, uh, control his power. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he has de- like Delaware or something. He uses they're all like names of states. And then when he but when he fights the main guy and beats him, he his like final movie does that I think is called United States of Smash, which is fucking sick. That's awesome. It's fucking that is sick, literally dude. United hilarious. States of Smash. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Um, what is something scary that you are? consuming though something spooky i'm consuming so like i said i want to watch that movie that talked mm. to me i have not seen that yet but i really want to see it because everyone says it's so good and it's very scary uh i'm not mm. huge into horror stuff but i do like like i'll i'll consume the best of any genre um like i saw hereditary i didn't love hereditary but some people said it was like everyone was going crazy for it so i went and saw it see went to see I it i normally just read the wikipedia summary because i still want to know I what happens i do that happened. sometimes too yeah yeah i did that for yeah, barbarian i still want to know what happens uh, oh shit wow you just literally unearthed this really re- this is totally not related but do you remember that cartoon, Dave the Barbarian. You just said Barbarian. Dave the Barbarian? Yeah, Dave the Barbarian. Yes. I remember Dave the Barbarian. That's a, yes. I'm pretty sure that's Canadian. I think that was a Canadian. Really? Yeah, I think it was Canadian. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure Dave the Barbarian oh, okay. was Canadian. Because I fucking love that show. And when you said Barbarian, I was suddenly reminded of it for the first up. time in decades. And I also specifically remember that they had... The one episode I remember was when they made the band and it was called Barbarian 6 Plus Donkey. And it was Dave the Barbarian and his five friends. And they were like, well, what about the donkey? And they were like, Barbarian six plus donkey. That's the solution. Just that's what we're that's what we're going to be. Oh, it's American. Never mind. I was wrong as shit. Okay. I tried to hey, claim so that is, one. So is everyone. Tried to fucking claim it. Um, Wait, what is something that is scary to you or I guess spooky to you in a dating context in a dating context yeah because um, that's the theme of our podcast and i'm like yeah. okay so what is scary in that realm? in a dating spooky and dating uh getting someone pregnant for sure that's like the spookiest mm-hmm. like thing that could mm-hmm. happen oh my god yeah you just just be a just be a positive pregnancy test this yeah positive pregnancy test is would be terrifying yeah we're not mm-hmm. into that but like more realistic in like the realm of dating something that i guess would be scary has a girl ever scared or has a girl scared you recently? Has a girl ever really scared the shit out of you or spooked the shit out of you who you were involved with somehow? Mm, no, I don't think so. No one, no girl's ever really freaked me out. Like, there's definitely, like, I'm usually good at kind of sniffing out when I think um, she might be a little bit loopy and, like, pull, pulling away with uh, with a good, uh, uh, like, a tactical exit. Um mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I, uh, I'm trying to think of something that would be like more in the realm of like dating, not just like, oh, we're fucking and then she got pregnant kind of thing. I guess something that would freak me out would be them like not knowing boundaries well enough and like you telling mm-hmm. them your boundaries and them cr- stepping over them a lot and like not like leaving you alone. Like if someone showed up at like your work or like started to be like, um, yeah, like if I was at a show and a person who I was fucking or maybe even dating just like started showing up at my shows and someone was like, hey, like I kind of need this space for myself. And they're like, oh, why can't I come around? And that that would I wouldn't scare me. That would just annoy the shit out of me. But I'm like, I guess that could like spiral into something that would be worse. Uh, What's your worst nightmare? Worst nightmare dating in wise? general 
and Owen. Or in general. I know it's kind of a vague question because I'm not as good as asking questions as you are, but I just am trying to get you to talk about a nightmare. Uh, I, like anything where I would be trapped, being like trapped in my own body, being like paralyzed. That's like my biggest. Wait, have you had sleep paralysis before no. where you... No, I've oh, okay, never, I never had it. No, I just think about like uh, if I like had an accident or something. That oh my would, god! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's a dating thing that scares you? <laughs> Men. <laughs> uh, well, instead of saying the generic, I mean, there's a generic answer, which is, <laughs> "Dudes, you reject trying to kill you." But that one's beaten into the ground. I've probably already said that a million times. That one is covered enough, and so it scares me when I think that they're attractive until I see their teeth or nails. And Mm. if their teeth or nails are really gross and scary, because sometimes I was talking about this with my friend who is on dating apps right now. And she was saying that her experience is guys in their photos will not smile or not show their teeth when they smile sometimes. And she told me that she recently went on this date where the guy's teeth were horrifying and she didn't know because he didn't do he didn't portray that in the photo. Um, I guess my sort of horror is if, I, if I've if i determined that someone is chill for me to hook up with and I'm hooking up with them and we're already doing the thing and then somehow during or immediately after that I discover something extremely disgusting about them, then that scares me because I'm like, oh my God, that was so gross. Yeah, Why are you so gross? Yeah. No, the, the teeth thing, that is like... Yeah, a telltale sign. I think it's harder for women to pick that up than men just because I think it's more common for a guy not to smile in his pictures than it is for a woman. But if mm-hmm. I saw a girl, if a girl looked at a girl's profile and she didn't show her teeth in any picture, I'd be like, there's something up. There's something up here. And it, it isn't doesn't necessarily always mean she has bad teeth. She can just be insecure about her teeth. She could have like a gap tooth or she could have like one weird snaggle tooth or something. Or some people have like clean teeth, but they'll have like one that like kind of turns to the weird way or something like that. That doesn't bother me. But Or they'll have the Disney adult smile. What's the Disney adult smile? It's just kind of like a... Oh, like, yeah, lips stuck on the gums. That's gross. Yeah, yeah. like uh, usually a very intense gum to tooth ratio okay yeah i know you're talking i mean it's not it's not the gum to tooth ratio it's that combined with their feelings about disney yeah they the two need to go oh you know what yeah that's probably my scary thing is the really really intense disney adults disney adults yeah Mm mm-hmm I don't think I've crossed that too much in my dating life, but I can see how it'd just be like, I think at first... One of my stalkers was a Disney adult. I'm biased. Really? Mm-hmm. You had a stalker as a Disney adult, dude. Yeah, more than one. It was my first female one. Oh, too. this was a lady? Mm-hmm. Mm, what did this lady yeah. do? She just kept showing up in places that I was at, and then eventually I found out that she was putting in a lot of work to figure out what places I was going to be at because I was ignoring her because I didn't want to be your friend. Um, to be honest, I'm still a little scared of her, so I'm going to talk very little about this right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hmm, I don't know how much longer I want to talk about this. Yeah. But it is a thing, and uh, yeah, some shit scares the shit out of me. Oh, and getting back into My Chemical Romance, teenagers scare the living shit out of me. I'm like, I'm just getting back into my my chemical romance era with Dude, all this love it, love music love I'm making. Uh, on another note, on spooky stuff, if someone wants a spooky book to read, uh, mm. the terror 
Great book. Great book. It's about some... What's it about? Why is it scary? It's some dudes who are trying to find the Northwest Passage. It's based on actual two real boats. That it was the the terror and the something else. I can't remember what they were what the other boat was called, but they were trying to find the Northwest Passage in like the early nineteenth century, I think. Um and they uh they both just went missing. They don't know what happened to them, but this is oh, like shit. a story of like potentially what could have like obviously it's not based on anything real actually happening, just that the boats went missing. But so mm-hmm. these boats went and they for sure got stuck in the ice and kind of what happens in the book is they go to get through the Northwest passage. They get stuck in the ice. They figure that they're going to get stuck in the ice, but then they know that it's going to thaw in the summer and they can make the rest of the way through. It doesn't thaw ice. Don't thaw. And it's like the kind of thing of being stuck on a boat with a bunch of other dudes. You're stuck in like the environment is definitely a villain in the book where it's just like it's frozen tundra in every direction. If you leave. The thing is, you could have stopped at the sentence. You're stuck with a bunch of dudes. Just that sentence alone. Horrifying. Chills down my spine. Goosebumps on the entire surface of my body. Imagine it's it's ice in every direction. You're running out of food. And then there's like this mythical polar bear that is slowly but surely killing everyone on the boat. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's it's a very it's a very good book. It's kind of like all hope is lost. And there's a sexy part in the book that was really hot. <laughs> yeah, so you can check out that part. Um, Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's my recommendation for a spooky book for the Halloween consumption. Um, I think the to close our episode, I would like to also talk about one different type of being horrified, which is when something is so bad that it scares you how bad it is. Mm. So the movie The Room. Oh, with so good. Tommy Wiseau so and good. Greg Testero. Yeah. The Room is excellent. Yeah, lo- Love it. Yeah. I don't think anyone really prepared me. For- I had to watch it in chunks because I just couldn't handle it all at once. Yeah. And I think that should be classified as a horror because yeah. the horror is in how bad it is. Do you know Neil Breen? Have you ever heard of Neil Breen? Mm-mm. So Neil Breen, I've never seen any of his stuff, but Neil Breen's a famous director in with like a like very cult same thing kind of Tommy Wiseau, not as popular mm-hmm. obviously, but Neil Breen's directed like six movies each one like worse than the last all like the room level bad and people will Mm -hmm. go like i've seen videos of people at neil breen screenings and at the end when the credits are coming up neil breen did everything so every time his name comes up they all cheer they go yeah and then they'll be like whatever like audio it wasn't done by neil breen and they go oh and then neil breen's the next guy and they're like yeah and they cheer dude yeah if you guys want some bad 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 content that you've never seen before i still am a virgin to neil breen but i have a few buddies who swear by it being bad like so bad it's good you watch it with a group of people and you really just you dig in that could be good halloween shit maybe as a horror movie uh that would be uh uh of the times you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean the horrifying I, I just thought of a horrifying hookup i had where i was horrified by Basically, it was my first time doing anal, and <laughs> nice, nice, I was like, it's nice. fine, because this dude is really attractive, and I'm attracted to all these parts about him. How big but was the hog? 
really small dick. He so had that's a why small I felt hog. like it was okay. Yeah, yeah small his hog. dick was like two inches. Oh, so easy for the butthole. Easy. Yeah, so I felt very safe doing it yeah. with him as opposed to other guys I was hooking up with at the time who were like, let me shove this giant thing. And, and I was like, yeah, that no, no, no. You're like, first no, hog no. to go on my butt needs to be a reasonable hog. Yeah, and so there was this dude, and I was like, okay, well, if there's any time to do it, it's going to be with this dude now. Yeah. And I had actually a really good experience because his dick was so small. Because then when I had tried to use bigger dicks before, it was just too painful. But it was actually that right middle between pleasure and pain because just of the size matching. Yeah. And I didn't know that you were supposed to douche your asshole after getting cum in it. All my gay friends were like, how did you not do that? And I was like, I didn't know. You guys didn't tell me because it gives you or it gives me and a lot of people insane diarrhea after really? your body just gets so upset and is like shitting out violently so what happened to me was okay, okay. hold on hold so, on so you had anal sex with a dude with a little wang he splooged mm -hmm. in your butthole the combination of splooge in the colon is a no-no and you just started diarrheaing how quickly after the splooge okay, to diarrhea so, did it does it occur is this like a 24-hour window so we were at his place and you know had sex passed out i wake up in the middle of the night with this urgency mm -hmm. and unfortunately the bathroom was just right next to the bedroom and so i was like oh shit he's asleep i'm gonna just pretend i'm showering mm -hmm. and so i turn on the shower and i'm having just I'm just having the most intense. It's World War 69 down there. Just it's World War anal down there. And out. yeah, exactly. And it wouldn't stop after once. And so I first wake up in the middle of the night and I'm, I mean, the horrifying part was, oh my God, I hope this guy doesn't know I'm having explosive diarrhea all over his shit. Uh, and so I go back to sleep and then, you know, wake up again. It was just one of those, oh, every single time I think I'm done. More poo. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just, it was just this thing of like me waking up and going, I'm waking up and going back. And I was like, fuck, I'm just going to leave. I just, I can't be in here in this situation. So I was like, hey, dude, I'm going to leave. And it was a really inconvenient time. I think it was like the middle. It was still the middle of the night. I was like, whatever. I live a 30 minute walk away from here. So I'm just going to walk because I don't want to take a car and accidentally have that happen in the car. And he was like, is everything okay? And I, there was no way I was going to tell him the real situation. So I was just like, yeah, I just think we're moving a little fast. Because <laughs> I just didn't know what else to say. I didn't want to tell him what was actually going on. So I was like, you know, I just think that, you know, yeah, we're moving a little this fast. This is too much for me right now. It's not that I yeah. have some cum-induced diarrhea. The, you're, you gave me a, a semen enema, and it loosened up my bowels like runny peanut butter. But I'm just Yeah, like, that Whoa. walk was one of the worst walks of my life because you just had I'm walking from, yeah, I was just walking 30 minutes in Manhattan somewhere i don't even remember and just clenching my asshole tighter than i've ever clenched it before just trying to prevent anything from escaping and it was really hard made it back to my place it was super painful i will never forget it i will never forget to douche after anal again i mean since then i haven't let anyone put come in my asshole because that experience was so um bad 
Yeah, that was horrifying. So that's my horrifying thing. Okay, so that's, I mean, it's a lesson for the people at home. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're new to anal and you're or you're interested in exploring anal, be prepared to rinse out your asshole after. Because mm-hmm. it, do we have uh, any sort of scientific papers as to why jizz in the butt makes you diarrhea like crazy? The little spermies swimming into it's... the walls of your colon and fucking loosening it up. Like fucking massaging each each little <laughs> part. Uh, our podcast producer just messaged the chat being like, I am not Googling that for you guys, which is All fair. Right, fine. And bad producer, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great note to end on. Shitting on our producer. Yeah, no, yeah. but you know, diarrhea is a good note to end on. Uh, if you would like to experience something really, really scary in the spirit of Halloween, then you should apply to be my boyfriend. Because that shit is fucking scary. And you can do that by leaving us a voicemail at sayhi.chat slash pod. Oh, sweet. I got that right the first time. Nailed or it. you can just leave us a voicemail in general if you just want to talk to us. And our producers will vet it before it gets to us. And we may feature it on the show. And yeah, you should apply to be my boyfriend if you're a good match for that. So follow our podcast on... Instagram at Thank You Come Again Pod and also on YouTube at Thank You Come Again Pod if you want to watch the video one or have the video one in the back while you're doing something else or if you want to jerk off to the video one with or without sound. And also check out our bit.ly link that I believe is in my bio. That's going to take you directly to the audio podcast if you just want to listen to the audio. But yeah, it's in my Instagram bio. It's the bit.ly link. But don't forget to rate us five stars on the audio podcast and leave us a review that will increase your chances of being selected for the boyfriend application and on our youtube do not forget to like and subscribe i'm just going through all the things right now all the things all the things yeah and i've been really struggling to talk this episode because i'm proactively trying to not say (laughs) like or um and it's really hard i feel constipated verbally it's really hard not to because Women are used to saying it because people typically talk over us. So we've developed that as a mechanism to hold our place while we're thinking so that people don't interrupt you while you're speaking. Mm. People don't know that that's the origin of it because everyone interrupts women more. But, oh, yeah, me. Right. I need to pr- promote myself. Uh, I, I did the boyfriend thing. So I was like, yeah, that's over. Right. No, no, no. OK, but also follow me for business. I mean, for entertainment, business for me, entertainment for you, but also entertainment for me. So at SailorMel69420 uh, on TikTok and Instagram, MelissaOng69420 on YouTube and on Spotify or any music thing, I'm Sailor Mel. Please stream my three new songs. The first is Don't Kill Yourself, Suicide is Cringe. The second is I'm Never Eating Cheese Again. And the third is Drink It, Smoke It, Snort It, Shoot It, Festival Remix. So yeah, stream my music, please. And if you want to find me, you can find me on uh, at Chaterena on all platforms, C-H-E-D-U-R-E-N-A, Chaterena.com for tickets. Uh, you, what's going to be coming up? Uh, we got, oh, we got Denver right around the corner. We got Denver. Then we got, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. We got Madison, Wisconsin. We got, uh, uh Minnesota. Uh, and then the big, big show, of course, in Boston, which is going to the be Wilbur. the Wilbur in Boston. I've memorized the whole Wilbur part by now. Yeah. The Wilbur's been, I've been pitching that on everywhere and to everyone. Boom. And with that is our Halloween episode. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. 
We want to hear from you, so leave us a voice message at sayhi.chat slash tycapod. Again, that's sayhi.chat at tycapod. And make sure that your message is one minute or less. You can ask us a question, share what you think is cringe, tell us a story, whatever you like. And if you do, we may play it right here on the pod. We're going to leave the link for you right below.